0: So how do you go about getting deputized? Uh, formally or informally? Well, that's my question. Is like, who has, like, what's like the least amount of effort I have to get, like, put in to get like a badge and power of arrest? Oh,
1: I mean, I can make you one. Really? Yeah, sure. Why not?
0: Oh, I would absolutely do that.
1: What do you want it to I mean, say?
0: Uh, I would like it to say deputy. Um that's also it? Well, all right, depending on how big the badge is, an mm. oversized sheriff badge is fine. If you could do D A underscore G A Y underscore P U S S A Y underscore E A T A H de Gay Pussyita. If you could do that
1: <laughs> That's not a that deputy fanta-
0: Yeah, deputy de gay Pussyita. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's an ethnic name. He's from uh, he's from like the the uh, Romania.
1: Oh, my God. I thought it
2: stood for uh, District Attorney Pussy Eater.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. Well, I was I was
0: one time, me and... Uh, oh, fuck. I can't remember who it was, but me and one of the boys were walking in, uh, in the mission drinking brewskis a long time ago, and a guy pulls up on his bike and tries to citizens arrest us for open containers. No way. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Wait, didn't like, someone just do a citizens' arrest? Or like, it came out that they, was it was—it was like Ted Cruz or someone did a citizens' arrest.
0: Some fucking wacko like that. I believe some, you're correct. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's
0: it's citizens' arrest is literally just kidnapping. Which do not get me started on how kidnapping should basically be legal.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, Except I don't want to get you started on that. <laughs> Imagine if like like. That's the new rule. And Ted Cruz is just citizens arresting slash kidnapping everyone. Well,
0: the thing is kidnapping. All right. So kidnapping seems to be illegal if the person isn't committing a crime. But if the person is committing a crime, it's okay to kidnap them. That's like, that's what I get.
1: How is the citizens arrest kidnapping? Oh, I guess because you arrest them citizenly and then take them to a second location. That's basically kidnapping.
0: Exactly. And like people give me a lot of Mm. shit about. Uh, second location stuff.
1: Right, right, right. And it's
0: like, okay, yes, but like I'm doing crime prevention.
1: You know, my rule is never follow pretty much anyone to a second location.
0: That's old news, baby. Today in 2020, it's third location. Never go to the third location Mm, with them. Second's fine After the
1: after party. After the party is the after party and after the party, oh, is the hotel lobby. Never go to the hotel lobby.
0: Never go to the hotel lobby. And if you do go to the hotel lobby... It just be safe, be cool, and be aware.
1: Just <laughs> am
0: It's the remix of Bill Clinton, getting dome in the kitchen. Mama, keep rolling that body. You are going to uh, inject adrenic remission.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, I going to say, you are going to prison. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Sorry. I ate, uh, so for listeners, a little behind the scenes thing here. I, I have been traveling all day and I ate a big bag of Skittles. And so I feel, f- and that, that's it. And so I feel fucked up and crazy right now. We
1: are, because Brace was traveling all day, we're recording later. And for Mm -hmm. me, it's even later because I'm on a different coast than Brace. And I'll say, I had a glass of wine before recording. (laughs) Really? Yeah.
0: Usually you save your wine for like when we do the outros and stuff like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, usually you wine during all of it.
0: Liz, baby, that is what I was saying. I was just saying, oh, I, was, I was just you wind a little bit of it. I know, oh. it, was little, it was a little ambivalent. Okay. Um, fuck it, my name's Brace.
1: Yeah, I'm Liz.
0: This is Young Chomsky.
1: He's on the mic Yo. because we're back. By the way, this is the podcast on. Hello, welcome. Uh, but we're back because we got more Gillian deposition to go through.
0: Yeah, we have uh, we have unleashed the beast. We have uh, we have all come out the cage, and we are ready to essentially help you understand what the fuck is going on in this deposition. If you have not listened to episode one of this little two episode uh, duo, you should do that now because this will make less sense if you haven't. And to be honest, I don't really want to go through all the things about who's you know the court case and stuff. We already did that. This is from April twenty second, twenty sixteen. Virginia Jeffrey versus Ghislaine Maxwell civil case remember it's a civil case this is not a criminal case uh, Virginia Jeffrey eventually won and got a bunch of money but we will be playing a series of lawyers
1: yeah also who listens to episode 2 but not episode 1 in a series P-
0: uh, baby the way people interact with podcasts in this world is so i have i, I have no idea me. either it i don't understand me. It.
1: you know i've read i mean some people say oh like, they'll start listening to us, like, now, and they'll start at the beginning. And I, to be honest, I can't believe it.
0: I would never start at the beginning. What are you like, I would never like you, do that. Are you, you like, fuck, i got to hear episode one of Town to get what they're talking <laughs> about. Wait, <laughs> this guy's gay? Uh, yeah, it, like, I don't, I just like, okay, if you start
3: at the Ugh. beginning, we
0: literally, Jeffrey Epstein was alive when we began
1: the podcast. <laughs> What if you, I don't know, imagine like being like, uh, gotta listen to three years of Chopo Trap House before I jump in this more week. More than
0: three, sweetheart. It's more than three. Yeah, I know. Whatever. That's, that's, I, I'm telling you, if you, if you are, if you are new to this podcast, all you have to do is listen to the episode before this. Yeah.
1: Just press play, baby.
0: And the episode where Liz says I'm handsome.
1: Uh,
0: that's episodes one through 200. Uh,
1: citation, please.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, I have several, um, but we can talk about this later. Okay, so I do, do, it's a little post-production magic, but you can just edit someone's voice from other words to make a new sentence. Did you know? It's like a deep fake, but for I don't think you
1: can do that. I mean, I can't do
0: that, but but certainly, uh, you know, my crack team of guys on the dark web can.
1: Yeah, I bet Young Chomsky could do it, too. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm talking about. So, we have. (laughs) Just not getting any of your jokes tonight. Maybe it was that glass of wine.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to fuck it. I'm going to relapse. I'll have one too.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's get the show on the road. I'm sorry, guys. That's okay. We
0: have uh, we have some more. We got about halfway through this 465-page transcript. And if you recall, the cliffhanger there was Bill Clinton.
1: Yeah. And we're reading every page. So sit, <laughs> get tucked in, little, little babies.
0: Welcome to Audible Presents. True and on. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. Okay, so let's get into this. Uh we left it last time like Bryce just said on the first kind of big mention of Bill Clinton, which again was redacted, but uh it's pretty easy to figure out. Mm-hmm. Uh but there's much more that they get into.
0: Yeah, yeah. We 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 ended on the first Clinton question, but uh, what would a Jeffrey Epstein related deposition be without several more?
1: Right. So, so. okay.
0: Without further ado, I will get into my lawyerly zone. Okay, I have to t- get into the mindset of somebody who talks solely about being a lawyer, which is, seems to be what they do. Mm. Do you recall whether Bill Clinton was
3: ever on that island?
1: <laughs> Categorically, definitively, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, when I was present, or any other time that I am aware of, was rejected... Ever on that island. I do not believe he went to that island ever ever. That is the abs- that is an absolute fabrication and an absolute flat out lie.
0: Was uh this is a really long redaction, so I'm just assuming it says William Jefferson Clinton <laughs> was uh Ma'am, I have I'm weary from traveling from oh Terra. My God. Uh, was William what are you Jefferson like, Clinton
1: disprove you're proving that evolution is real after this case. <laughs>
3: Was William... Yes, it was William... Clarence Darrow shall be defeated. Was William Jefferson Clinton ever at any of Jeffrey Epstein's homes when you present? When Wait, I think that should say. When you were present. Other than the island,
0: I know you said that did not happen. Holy shit. The fucking... They were really... Fu- All right, let me rephrase this in a way that the transcript doesn't fuck up. Doesn't fuck up. Was William Jefferson Clinton ever at any of Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein's homes when you were present? Other than the island, I know you said that did not happen, the home in New, either New York or Palm Beach or New Mexico. Well, to pause on that, we actually do have eyewitness testimony placing Bill Clinton at literally all of those locations.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Ghislaine prevaricates, which I, I think is the correct word to use there, mm. and basically like refuses to say whether she saw him anywhere, but... Uh, plenty of people say they saw him on the island. Uh, I know a, a, a one of the workers at the at the New Mexico ranch said he saw him there. Said he and... And, mm. and, and uh, Hillary, and the I fam. Didn't believe. Mm-hmm. The whole fambo went out there uh, basically every year, which I don't know about that. Um, and he definitely went to dinner parties at the New York mansion.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so it continues. You did fly on planes, Jeffrey... You did fly on planes. Jeffrey Epstein's planes with President Clinton. Is that correct?
1: I have flown, yes. What an answer.
0: Would it be fair to say that President Clinton
1: and Jeffrey are friends? I wouldn't be able to characterize it like that, no.
0: Are they acquaintances?
1: I wouldn't categorize it.
0: He just allowed him to use his plane.
1: I couldn't categorize Jeffrey's relationship. That's the classic Elaine.
0: Mm-hmm. she doesn't want to put labels on things like why yeah. can't we just like hang out and be cool like i don't know why we have to like put labels on everything and like that's just i don't know it seems outdated
1: i mean it is a smart move i gotta say i was talking to someone about like the key insights um from this deposition and i gotta you know i just gotta repeat myself like if you guys are looking for to learn how to talk to lawyers uh check out gillane's answers
0: Yeah, absolutely. Always remember,
1: you can't ever speak for someone else.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, I don't know. I mean, were they friends? I don't know what's in his heart. You know, maybe
1: Jeffrey Jeffrey Epson didn't
0: like Bill Clinton.
1: Maybe he would call them more than friends, but that's not what you asked. Honestly, maybe they're fake friends. Mm, frenemies. My
0: food's here. (laughs) So the next name we have here is Lauren Duca.
1: no. (laughs) Uh, yeah a little bit of throwback reference you don't really hear about Duca she's not in the news anymore Duca no, low-key fell off
0: yeah well I heard last I heard she was She was. do you remember how Lindsay Lohan was pictured with Erdogan
1: <laughs> yeah
0: well Duca apparently is 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 sort of like enmeshed herself into the Azerbaijani-Turkish military <laughs> alliance and she's like giving all these pep talks to troops she's like doing yeah I, last I heard she's out there I don't know what she's doing
1: that would actually rule. That would be fucking yeah. hilarious. Yes, that would be fantastic.
0: <laughs> so, next is a little interesting. We have a guy named Doug Band. Yeah. One of our favorite uh secondary characters in this The Saga.
1: Yeah, we've talked about uh Mr. Band before. He's of course mentioned in the Black Book several times. Uh mm-hmm. or his num- I mean there's several numbers for him. He was basically um Bill Clinton's right-hand guy. He was mm-hmm. in charge of, um, I mean, I mean, setting up all of his affairs, planning all of his events. You mean uh, affairs,
0: literally, right?
1: I, I did. I meant like both, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, that yeah. is true.
0: I mean, that's that's sort of the word around town is that Doug Ban was kind of his bag man in terms of bagging, um, women, the
1: ladies. Yeah.
0: Uh, he was also a bigwig at like one of the leaders of Clinton Global Initiative, and there's some funny emails where Chelsea Clinton is like trying to figure out if he's stealing money, which he like or or was like doing some fucking grift where he was like paying yeah. himself a consultant fee as well. Which, uh, by ha- the
1: way, like more power to you if you got to work for the Clintons. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Also, you know what, Chelsea? Stop snitching. Get your nose out of fucking other people's business. Yeah, she's got nothing else to
0: do. What does she even do? She's got a big nose, so actually, I, I guess she probably can't help it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what her job is, but she should be fired. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he also helped uh, Hillary Clinton get her State Department position, which you know, I mean, he's a really stand-up guy on mm. the side of the righteous.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so once again, I am a, uh, a barrister.
1: Do you know
0: who Doug Band
1: is? I do. How do you know him? He used to work, or still works, for Redacted.
3: Did you ever have a relationship with him?
1: We are talking about adult consensual relationships. It's off the record. So that's the uh, the Mm -hmm. old confirmation through non-confirmation.
0: Yes. I mean, essentially, and like I, I said this in the previous episode, but whenever sex with adults comes up, Mm. Like in any form here, even including basically like, did you have sex with an adult and a child or, you know, like in, in, in those terms as well, uh, Ghislaine immediately goes to this is not like we can't use this is off the record. It was an adult consensual relationship it has no bearing on this.
1: Right. But so saying that there was an adult consensual relationship confirms that there was one.
0: Exactly, which is pretty notable. I mean, Ghislaine Maxwell was having an affair with one of the top people of the Clinton Global Initiative, a hugely influential member of the Clinton crime family.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, next we have um, the classic, you know him, you love him, Prince Andrew.
1: Mm. Yeah, so um, it, Prince Andrew shows up quite a lot in this deposition. Yes. Um, he
0: was, he was, he's all over this fucking thing.
1: Yeah, there there's a lot of him. We should start just at the beginning, I think, because there's a lot to get through here. So uh,
0: the lawyer is asking, the lawyer for Virginia Jeffrey is asking uh, basically whether anything untoward happened with Prince Andrew and any of the girls. And this is uh, this is Ghislaine's answer.
1: That would be another of Virginia's lies and the lies you perpetrate. I never introduced Redacted. To Jeffrey Epstein at any time ever. So just add that to the long list of lies. Did Jeffrey know Prince Andrew? Clearly he knew him. I think we have that answer. But how? Yeah.
0: Do you know how Jeffrey met Prince Andrew?
1: I do not know Jeffrey met... redacted. What <laughs> I do know is that I did not introduce them. That is one of the many lies. Are we tallying all the lies?
0: There is no response on the Italian part. But did you kn- do you
1: know when Jeffrey met Prince Andrew? I do not know when Jeffrey met rejected.
0: Did you ever introduce Prince Andrew to any girls under the age of eighteen who are not friends of yours? Children.
1: I have not introduced rejected to anyone that I am aware of, other than friends of mine who have kids under that age.
0: So, just a pause right there uh, before we go on. Ghislaine definitely introduced Prince Andrew to Jeffrey Epstein
1: yeah I I mean I that's been confirmed like several times
0: yeah like she you know her 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 father was sort of obsessed with status and Ghislaine herself was you know part of the I don't know what the mayfair set is, but I know it's a British thing, so I'm mm. assuming she was part of it but you sure. know she was like she was she was enmeshed in upper class British society well had a little fall in the nineties but before that you know absolutely knew Prince Andrew and, uh, and she was the connection here. So it goes on. Did you ever introduce Prince Andrew to Virginia in London?
1: I understand her story about Redacted. But again, her tissue of lies is extremely hard to pick apart what is true and what isn't. Actually, I wouldn't recollect her at all. But for her tissue stories about this situation, can we stop for a second? Absolutely. What the fuck is a tissue story?
0: Is this it, a British it'd...
1: thing? I I there's no I've never heard this in
0: any other context and like I've met British people.
1: Yeah, I a tissue her tissue of lies.
0: I think it's like it means sob story, but if you're like an aging ugly pedophile, <laughs> oh, it's like they're, it's like they're, it's like the gutter argot or argo. I don't know how to pronounce that. Of like the French uh, lower classes, except this is for like uh like people who uh, do honeypots for massad. So awful. Yeah, it, it's awful. She says that quite a lot in the deposition I know, too. She yeah. keeps referring to tissue stories, uh, and remind you, mind you, in the backdrop of all these questionings, one of the pieces of evidence here is literally a picture of Prince Andrew with his arm around Virginia Jeffrey and Ghislaine smiling in the background oh, in Virginia. Excuse me, in Ghislaine Maxwell's
1: townhouse. Yeah, that was pre, uh, uh, you know, med spa. We'll just say
0: exactly. Yes, uh, but so like that evidence is out there. There's a picture of the three of them together. So did you ever introduce Prince Andrew to Virginia in London? I have no
1: recollection. Did Virginia
0: ever stay at your home in London, your town home?
1: I know she claims she did, but if you are asking me here today to remember specifically, I cannot.
0: In front of a photograph. In front of a photograph of this. <laughs> so we go on a little later, and, and they keep—we're uh, going to have a couple snippets here, but, like, one thing that Ghislaine sort of harps on, or she had given out a press release prior to this in 2015— where she talks about, in the press release, she sent she, she had her publicist send it to a lot of people, about Virginia's obvious lies. And one thing that that Virginia's lawyers pick up on is like, well, what obvious lies specifically are you talking about? Like, what specific things are you disputing? Not that you don't remember, but what you're disputing. So here's a little snippet from that. Was it an obvious lie that she was at your house in London?
1: We can't really establish the photograph and all that. I don't know if that's true, if that's a real picture or not. Incredible. Well, that's, that's Prince Andrew's defense. I know. I was just thinking that. So um, if people re- might remember that that is exactly what Prince Andrew attempted to say, uh, you know, that there was no way to prove that that was actually him in the photograph also, if it does look like him and you think it's him, then it was faked. It was like a twofer, the way he tried to describe it.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, um, I, I mean, I guess it would be a really, you'd really have to plan that out. I mean, it's like, it's an actual photograph. The photograph itself, a physical copy does exist. And so Virginia would have to have access to some pretty good technology for the time period to, in order to make this photo.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So this is actually, yeah, this is my, this is a little gem. And you know what? I don't think we should tell people what's happening. Let's just let it play out.
0: Let's let it play. Do you ever recall, do you recall ever giving Prince Andrew a gift of a puppet that was in the same, that looked like him?
1: I never gave him a gift of a puppet.
0: Were you ever in a room with Prince Andrew in New York in Jeffrey Epstein's home where there was a puppet?
2: Objection to the form and foundation. What sort of puppet are
1: you asking of me? Any kind of puppet? You need to be more descriptive. I don't know what you mean by puppet. There's a hand puppet. All sorts of puppets.
0: (laughs) Is there any puppet you've ever seen in Jeffrey Epstein's
1: home in the presence of Prince Andrew? Again, puppet. You know, (laughs) there's lots of types of puppets. Any type of puppet. If you want to give me a description of a puppet, I would be perhaps be able to say
0: any type of puppet. Can you be more detailed? Have you ever seen a puppet in Jeffrey Epstein's home in the presence of
1: Prince Andrew? My understanding of a puppet is a small handheld item you have in a circus. I have never seen that. Incredible! <laughs> Incredible! <laughs> she is a master. Oh I, I my mean, god! I love it so much. It's to be wha- honest, I mean, look, I gotta say, it felt great reading those lines.
0: It is. it's, it's a uh, the circus line? I mean, if you want a description of, if you want to give me a description of a puppet. I would be perhaps able to say. I mean, what a incredible too. Because
1: um, you know, hopefully, our listeners who, even if they tuned in last episode, as we've already established, have listened to all two hundred and fifty thousand episodes we've done, mm-hmm. um, know the puppet in question. Yes,
0: and for those who unfortunately might not, the puppet is well. Google Prince Andrew spitting image, but it is a. It is actually not a hand puppet. I don't really know how you would enter this puppet, um. Ooh. But it is a large <laughs> puppet of Prince Andrew. Looks like hum-
1: a marionette or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes, it does. It is a a exercise in grotesquerie. It is one of the nastiest things I've ever seen in my life. It looks like a goblin.
1: Yeah. So it's a it's a puppet of Prince Andrew, by the way, yes. and basically Virginia says that Andrew brings the puppet out while they're hanging out and uses the puppet hand to touch her on her breast.
0: Yes, and in fact, sort of the scene described is sort of a triangle of breast touching, where where one of Prince Andrew's hands is on Ghislaine Maxwell's. Uh, titty and the other hand uh is on the puppet's hand which is on uh a teenager's breast it is it's like a quadruple uh, uh it's it's sort of an update of sallow i don't know if you've ever seen that (laughs) but it's uh it's got a lot of sallow vibes like if crank anchors
1: did sallow
0: yes it is yes yeah it is it is I don't know. I, the, they actually brought back spinning Image during quarantine and apparently Prince Andrews in the first episode. But, oh um, my God. I, I don't like puppets. So. Me neither. So we, now we have a little example of something that, that I, I really like, which is Ghislaine being just bitchy, which mm. she gets into during parts of this, um, and, uh, and, and we'll, we'll start it off here. Did you ever provide Virginia Roberts with an outfit, an outfit of a sexual nature, to wear for blank? I can't remember who this one was for.
2: Objection to the form and foundation.
1: I think we addressed the outfit issue.
0: I'm asking you if you ever provided her with an outfit of a sexual nature to wear for
1: blank. Categorically, no. You did get that. I said, categorically, no. Don't worry. I'm paying attention. He seemed very distracted in that moment. This is like, um, if I think a lot of women out there, our female listeners, might um, understand this technique. This is like, you know... When you're a little bit angry at the dinner table, but you don't want to start a full fight, but you're just kind of like egging it on a little bit.
0: Wait, you guys know you do this?
1: Oh, please. What the fuck? (laughs) Let's just keep it moving. Oh, my dude. I am. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk
0: about this after. So next we have the appearance of one of the one of the. Nastiest little <laughs> entries here, <laughs> Marvin Minsky. Uh, a, and you know, I mean, we have long established that this podcast is anti a lot of things, uh, but we are very anti AI and fucking uh, brain shit and nerd
1: stuff. Whatever, nerd
0: bro. stuff. I don't. I want to push you around. I will put you in a locker. Uh, but don't. I hate robots.
1: Yeah.
0: And next we have, well. The appearance of Marvin Minsky. So the, the questioner, Virginia's lawyer asked, do you recall a trip from Teterboro to Santa Fe and Santa Fe back to Palm Beach with these individuals? I don't. Do you recall being on a plane with Marvin Minsky and Virginia Roberts? I don't. Do you recall ever witnessing any sexual interaction on one of Jeffrey's planes with any of these individuals?
1: I do not. Absolutely not.
0: But of course, Marvin Minsky is accused of sexual assault, um, as are basically everybody else mentioned here. So astute ep heads will recall that another one of the sort of nasty little pieces of information from this is that uh, at one point Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein sat Virginia uh, Roberts, Virginia Jeffrey down and asked her if she would carry Jeffrey Epstein's baby to, uh, well, to, to pregnancy, to birth. And after that, if she would like to receive a sizable stipend in order to hand that baby over to Epstein and Ghislaine. So here are some questions about that. To become pregnant, did you or Jeffrey Epstein ever ask any female to become pregnant and carry Jeffrey Epstein's baby for you or for Jeffrey?
2: Objection to the form and foundation.
1: You need to be very specific I have no idea what you were talking about. That's complete rubbish.
2: Did you
0: or Jeffrey Epstein ask any female to become pregnant and carry his baby for either
2: him or you? Objection to the Foreman Foundation. Go ahead.
1: I can't testify to anything Jeffrey did or didn't do when I am not present. But I have never asked anybody to carry a baby for me. It's just I don't it's know very what about sneaky yeah. answer because you see she says I never asked anybody to carry a baby for me but she never that wasn't what Virginia claimed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a very like sneaky way of saying it and like it's I don't know their baby stuff just freaks me out so much yeah. because I mean you can't really talk about that without talking about the New Mexico cloning stuff mm, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck he was trying to do out there the pregnancy shit uh where he was Planning on impregnating one woman a day and like propagating the human race with more Jeffs. It's, uh, it gives me bad vibes, baby.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely think, I, I think that the, the, the New Mexico ranch thing, it was more of a like, uh, kind of like big dream that he had rather yeah, than yeah. a, than a specific reality. But I do think that he and Gillane definitely asked Virginia to get pregnant and then hand over the baby, which is why Gillian is so crafty about saying, Oh, I've never asked anyone to be a surrogate for me, which is basically what she's saying, as opposed to saying anything specific about, um, having a baby for her. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways to sort of like sneak your way out of that. And she, I mean, she chose the obvious one. Well, next we have a question that delighted me. Um, Because it's just such a fucking insane answer Yeah, this is very weird (laughs) Yes So, uh, so, So the question is Are you a citizen of the United States? I am Are you also a citizen of England? I am Are you a citizen of any other land? Terramar That's the name of your charity project That deals with oceans, is that correct?
1: Yeah I'm French as well incredible <laughs> what i mean okay two things here yes my thing is i think that she's just being funny right I mean, like she's making a joke there right she's not trying to like well or is she being uh, weird do you know what i'm saying it's she, so hard I mean, to so so tell because it's just a it's just a straight dialogue that we're reading
0: So, so with the, the, I think what she's referring to here is that her charity TerraMar, which was worked very closely, by the way, with the Clinton Global Initiative, Mm. uh, and not really with many other people, uh, is, uh, well, they issued passports essentially. So, like, they had this like sort of like uh, scheme where you would become a citizen of the 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 Earth's oceans because you know uh, the world is whatever percentage water. And so in order to get people to have sort of a buy-in to not start, listen, you see me out there on the beach, I'm blasting marble reds, I'm flicking those fuckers into the ocean. I'm taking people's white claws from their hands and throwing them as far and as fast as I can. And it's because I'm not a citizen of the ocean. I don't give a fuck. I'm an American. This
1: is so stupid. It sounds like when like, you know, uh, like 13 year olds are like, uh, shit, I don't know what to get my parents here. I'm going to buy you a star.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I actually kind of think it's sweet to buy people stars.
1: I do, but I was just trying to, you know, make a...
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I No, I... know, it's... it's uh, you can also... Listen, if any of you want to become a citizen of Truanon, if you like my uh, house... Uh, actually, no, I'll do Liz's house. We
1: should make Shh. people passports.
0: Yeah. Well, I already gave your address to a bunch of people on the Reddit.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No. It's so uh, weird, too. I just have to say it's very weird because it says... Our- it's okay. It's very weird to frame a question. Are you a citizen of any other land? It's like who calls countries like the, lands? That's very uh, weird. maybe it's
0: like the legal terms. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe uh, Galen Maxwell was a fa- like famous uh, competition uh, Europa Universalis uh, computer <laughs> game player, and so that could be have something to do with it.
1: But also, it's just very weird that it's like any other land, and then that's the charity that deals with oceans. It's like a very <laughs> Yeah, funny, that you know is what kind I mean? of the irony there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very funny. It's like were they planning a little give and go? It's like they had a little di- you know, a little <laughs> repartee going.
0: So our next our next guest is uh of course the one the only Chelsea Clinton. Mm. And keep in mind that Chelsea Clinton, although this is barely ever talked about or reported on, actually took a yacht trip with her and her husband and Galen and uh can't remember the guy. It was the guy. It was one of Galen's exes who was like a mm. computer whiz, like a Yahoo guy or Microsoft. Um, but uh, but the question asked: Did you attend the wedding of Chelsea Clinton a few weeks after the date was set? Let's say a few weeks after you left to go see your mother who was ill.
1: I don't recall exactly when I left, but it was before a few weeks before. I I don't remember the exact timing of that. So I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question?
0: Did you come back to the United States to attend
1: Chelsea Clinton's wedding? I attended Chelsea Clinton's wedding, but I don't know if I came back specifically for that or not.
0: So the question—the <laughs> questions prior to this were basically like trying to pin down Ghislaine's location during certain points. Because as we know, she's a crafty international woman of mystery. Mm. And so... You know, she used the excuse. I can't remember what she was trying to get out of, but she used the excuse that she was that she had to go visit her sick, ailing mother. And then, of course, the lawyer is like, "Well, you were just like at Chelsea Clinton's wedding two weeks later. So, what? What's the deal, baby?" Mm. Well, moving on, we are talking about one of the most dastardly motherfuckers that that we've dealt with on the show, which is Jean Luc Brunel.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: Brunel, and you know, we're playing all the hits tonight. We got Brunel. He is a well, I would call him something like a professional rapist. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, I mean, he actually is, I mean, for like, you know, longer career than most, like 30 years running.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a 60-minute special that was basically about, literally about him and his friends who were quote-unquote model scouts, right. and that was just exposing their like uh, myriad sexual abuses and like, you know... uh pressures and outright you know drugging and raping and the dude still kept working like if there was a fucking 60 minutes on me that was like this guy's a rapist i feel like i wouldn't work in podcasting again
1: it was a different
0: time it's just i mean yeah it's it's i mean this guy was really basically still working up until epstein's arrest and now he's well
1: Uh, yeah so we should say he was you know he was allegedly the model scout for jeffrey's uh modeling scout company uh and has been on the lam ever since jeffrey's uh arrest no one knows where he is his lawyer says
0: he's in france but i mean who fucking knows uh it, it, it one a couple other things about him is that uh Brunel, as I've been talking about in other depositions, and, and is, is, was able to get—basically, his, his main purpose was he would go to uh, you know, the, sort of the edges of Europe or to South American countries and find young girls and essentially buy them. And somehow, Brunel was not only able to get green cards and work visas for these girls, he was actually able to get passports for them as well, uh, which seems unusual, so so the questioner asks and, and, and again you know, People who follow the Epstein case will remember this Very vividly because this was a big uh, Sort of scandalous detail Are you aware of anyone Anybody providing Jeffrey with two 12 year old girls as a birthday present
2: Objection to the form and foundation No
0: Are you aware of anybody Ever providing Jeffrey with French girls Under the age of 18 as a
2: birthday present Objection To the form and foundation
0: No. Do you know whether Jean-Luc Brunel provided the girls under the age of 18 to Jeffrey for the purposes of sex?
1: I am, un the answer is no. I don't know anything about that.
0: Did you ever witness Jean-Luc Brunel bringing girls under the age of 18 to any of Jeffrey's residences?
2: Objection to the Foreman Foundation.
1: I don't recollect Brunel coming to the house with girls, Period. Do you, when I say
0: house, I'm also including the U.S. Virgin Islands home? Do you recollect, recollect uh, John Luke Burnell bringing foreign girls under the age of 18 to the U.S. Virgin Islands house?
1: I don't recollect anything like that.
0: Do you know how Jeffrey Epstein made his money? No. That <laughs> last question being included there fucking kills me. Fucking you know, kills so me. I
1: have a, I, you know, I, I remember when I was reading this, I wonder if the lawyer was like, you know, it's kind of like trying to get her off her feet, where you like have all these other questions and you slip in one.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's Jean Luc Brunel is was obviously close friends with Ghislaine. The the recently photos came out in uh, yeah. sort of this drip of photos from the island, which I really am curious as to who the actual leaker is there. Mm-hmm. Um, that show Ghislaine and Brunel in very like intimate sort of play. I don't I don't mean sexually, although most likely, uh, sort of like roughhousing with each other and you know mm. wrestling like friends
1: yeah they're like at the like outdoor like patio table like they just look very comfortable around each other there there's photos but there's like um you can really get a kind of like warmth between them i'm i i do not know maybe that sounds yeah. crazy but it really looks like it comes out they just the photos, look very yeah. very comfortable and uh, around each other like old good friends
0: and, like, to be clear, like, Jean Luc Brunel is an international sex trafficker of underage girls mm. that he buys and sells. Yeah. And so, like, this dude is not a model scout. Like, people call him that, but he's not a, I mean, he, he literally buys and sells children. Like, that's not, that's or not he is the model scout
1: in so much as the practice model of modeling do that. and model scouts. Uh, what they actually do is buy and sell children
0: <laughs> across exactly. the globe. It is. I mean, I mean, in one way or the other, and often in the other, that is absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, there's some more questions, which we're not going to read out about Leslie Wexner, uh, mm. where Ghislaine, uh, as you can imagine, denies having any sort of relationship with him or knowing him whatsoever. Uh, they also ask, and, and I've included some other documents here. I'm only going to read part of it. They also ask Ghislaine in a series of questions uh, individually about different companies that she was involved with. And remember, Ghislaine in this testimony says that she, you know, basically ran Epstein's affairs around the house. Um, there, there's like I think she, I think they ask about like eight or nine of them. I'm only going to include one because it's it's very funny, especially considering the name. Uh, and she she denies knowing anything about any of these companies or even heard of, haven't heard of them. So the lawyer asked, what about Ghislaine Maxwell Company? Are you familiar with that company? I have never heard of that.
1: <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, it's called Ghislaine Maxwell Company. <laughs> I mean, I know, it's so ridiculous.
0: Um, I mean, and the thing is, here, in her lawsuit against Epstein's estate in the Virgin Islands, uh, she says... And this is factual allegations, number nine, from her lawyers. This is from Ghislaine. For, from approximately 1999 through at least 2006, Maxwell was employed by Epstein individually and by several of his affi- affiliated business holdings, but including but not limited to the COUQ Foundation, NES LLC, New York Strategy Group, JEGE LLC, JEGE Incorporated, LSJ LLC. All of those companies are asked about by the lawyer, and Ghislaine just says she's never heard going down a little bit this I thought was a little I, I hadn't known this about Ghislaine before but mm. she apparently has Laura Bush syndrome uh, the lawyer asks, have you ever been involved in any illegal activity in your lifetime?
2: Objection to the form and Foundation.
1: I can't think of anything I have done that is illegal. <laughs> have you ever been arrested? I have a DUI in the UK a long time ago. Is that the only
0: arrest you have on your record?
1: Yes. I mean, it is incredible <laughs> like, I love yeah. that I can't think of anything I have done that is illegal that is such a great answer to a question
0: yeah 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 it's, everyone it's put like,
1: that uh put that one in the memory hole remember that well, one
0: well, what I'm so curious here is I wonder if she's going to employ the same defense in her actual criminal case where she's mm. just like uh sorry a
1: child <laughs> what? I'm sorry could you describe a child I don't know what, what a child what? is. There are many types of children.
0: (laughs) Well, well, is there a 12-year-old, 16-year-old? Wait, so are you using the American or the British spelling of pedophile? Is
1: this the the metric system we're talking about? Because there's different definitions of children depending on what country you're in.
0: Exactly, because I'm partially French, and so technically that doesn't exist. And in Terramar, Um, there are no children. (laughs) That's true. She started Terramar. It's the only country with anti-age of consent laws. You can't go... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so, so going down a bit uh, So uh, here's a question That I've actually been asked many times of, About my own parties Answer, always no Have you ever seen a topless female At any one of Jeffrey Epstein's properties?
2: Objection to the Foreman Foundation You've asked this question, by the way, earlier on today
1: Again, I testified that there are people who from time to time in the privacy of a swimming pool have maybe taken a bikini top off or something, but it's not common and certainly when I was at the house I don't really recollect seeing that kind of activity.
0: Jesus. Mind you, this is a woman whose like room at Epstein's house was literally covered in like pinup like not pinup Actual photographs of topless women. There's yeah. literally a photo of Ghislaine with her T-T-T's? What was I going to say <laughs> Her
2: there?
0: T-T's. For her T-I-T-T-I-E-S is out at Epstein's house. It is horrible. You can see it in a still from a video. Yeah. So I'm most excited about talking about this next part. Mm.
1: Yeah, so this goes on for a bit. And we got to say that... Uh, This is like really, this is at the end of the deposition. So we're Mm -hmm. at the kind of climax of the show. It has Uh, been hours. Yeah, it's been hours. And I got to say, the lawyer here, really, he's got his mojo going. He's like getting Mm -hmm. into this. He's rocking. He's rocking Uh, rocking and rolling. And, you know, it gets shut down real quick.
0: One thing I forgot to mention earlier, I, I don't think I included in our notes, is that Ghislaine actually pounds on the table at one point in yeah, response yeah, yeah. to like, you know, repeated question about something or other, and uh, and like the laptop falls off, and the lawyer's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Ghislaine is pounding on the table, you know, like saying it for the deposition's sake, which I thought it shows that like she actually can't
1: really control her temper very well with this kind mm, of stuff. Yeah, interesting little note.
0: Let's just get right into it. I'm showing you what—that's me talking. Now that I'm the lawyer. I'm showing you what has been marked as Maxwell 25. It's evidence. This is an email dated January 11th, 2015 at the top. Do you see that from Jeffrey to you? Uh-huh. And then there's an email from, I believe this is probably Ross Gow, her publicist, to you and CCing, I don't know who that is, uh, blank, on January 11th, 2015. But all these emails were between sort of like Epstein co-conspirator people, Here, uh Ross Gow, uh, etc. Ross Gow, by the way, is Twitter, which I'll include. Uh, do you see that? Uh-huh. It says, Dear Ghislaine, as, as you know, I have been working behind the scenes, and this article comes from that. It helps, but doesn't answer the VR, Virginia Roberts, claims. I will get the, mo- the criminal allegations out. This shows the MOS will print truth, not just a VR voice piece. We can only make the truth by making a statement. What did he mean when he said, I will get the criminal allegations out. What was he referring to?
2: Objection to the Foreman Foundation.
1: I have no idea.
0: Were were there criminal allegations about Virginia that either your lawyer or, and I believe this is Alan Dershowitz, the name blackout here, were leaking to the press?
2: Objection to the Foreman Foundation.
1: I have no idea.
0: Did you ask him what he meant when he said, I will get the criminal allegations out?
1: I don't recollect the conversation.
0: Did you direct him to leak to the press criminal allegations about Virginia Roberts?
1: I already testified that I have no knowledge of what you are asking me.
0: Were you you copied on this email, correct? I was. Did Jeffrey Epstein assist in obtaining information about criminal allegations relating to Virginia Roberts?
2: Objection to the Foreman Foundation. I have no recollection.
0: Did Alan Dershowitz assist in obtaining information regarding criminal allegations of Virginia Roberts?
1: Objection to form
2: and foundation.
0: I
1: have no knowledge of that.
0: Did you ever discuss that with Alan Dershowitz? Discuss what? Criminal allegations about Virginia Roberts. I don't believe I have. Have you ever discussed allegations relating to... Do you know if Jeffrey Epstein had any relation... Well, so the the lawyer kind of (laughs) cuts themselves off here. It's just Q and then also another Q. Uh, and there's like a a couple hyphens, you know, uh, denoting like interruption. So it's, have you ever discussed allegations relating to, do you know if Jeffrey Epstein had any relation with the U S government, either working for the CIA or the FBI in his lifetime?
2: Objection to Forman Foundation. I have no knowledge of that.
0: Do you know if Jeffrey Epstein has any friends that are in the CIA
2: or FBI? Objection to Forman Foundation. I have no idea.
0: Are you aware of an investigation of Jeffrey Epstein in the early 80s relating to the SEC?
1: Objection
2: to the Form and Foundation.
1: I have no knowledge of that.
0: Are you aware that Jeffrey Epstein has told people that he worked for the government to recover stolen funds?
2: Objection to the Form and Foundation.
1: I don't recall conversations about that. Has he ever told you that
0: he worked for the U.S. government?
1: I don't recollect that.
0: You don't recollect, or has he never told you that?
1: I have no knowledge. I don't recollect him telling me he worked for the government.
0: Does Jeffrey Epstein have any affiliation with the Israeli government?
2: Objection to the Foreman Foundation!
1: I have no knowledge of that.
0: Do you know if he ever performed any work for the Israeli government?
1: I have no knowledge of that. Have you ever
0: visited Israel with Jeffrey Epstein?
1: I'm sorry, I don't recollect and seen. Yes.
0: So what a, uh, what a series of questions.
1: Yeah. So one thing that I, that struck me through reading, like while reading through all of this, and I mean the, the entire deposition, but, but specifically these last parts is that like the lawyers are asking her questions about stuff like, about things about Jeffrey Epstein that a lot of people in the press still deny, right? It's like the CIA rumors or the FBI rumors or the, like, him being a bag man for the government or his ties to Israeli intelligence or whatever. Like, lawyers for a victim of Jeffrey Epstein are asking Ghislaine Maxwell these very questions that we've asked on the podcast—
0: I mean, the thing is, is like the, is, the ending on the Israeli stuff was really, um, I think I, 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 that, that really struck me because an overlooked part of Epstein's sort of saga as I mean, obviously, you know, there's been a lot of reporting about his ties to Israel. Whitney Webb's done a lot of stuff on that uh, that's, that I would recommend checking out. But it's just like, I don't think people ever really understood that, like really grappled with the fact that Ehud Barak... Former prime minister of Israel, still a major power player in Israeli politics, obviously all tied up in inv- Israeli intelligence, was like visiting Epstein's apartment every fucking week. I yeah. mean, he said he went there more than 10 times, less than 100. And the photos of him leaving are him in what would be described as mufti with like, uh, you know, he looks like he's a Corona guy. Uh, he, very much prior to Corona. He's got <laughs> something over his face. He's got a hood on. He's wearing sunglasses. He's an early it's like, adopter exactly and and you know to to me like i've always sort of my working thesis and you know i don't have hard proof of this i to be clear but like signs point me to and my spiritual research has led me to believe that jeffrey epstein was at least working with israeli intelligence and american
1: intelligence yeah i mean i don't that's not shocking yeah, I,
0: I just like I, that. That I, it's shocking to me that it was brought up like this. I
1: well, guess. that's what I'm kind of saying is that like it, it it was like satisfying to me reading this. Yeah, and kind of getting this weird confirmation of like, oh, okay, so this last year of my entire life hasn't been just about nonsense. Yes, yes <laughs> like yes, actual yes. like other people in legal proceedings are asking these very same questions that we've been you know, looking into that people still deny.
0: Yeah. And, and, and uh, like for me too, it's just like, it's, it's such an important thing to not lose sight of that. Like Mm. this is, you know, uh, this, the Epstein sort of saga is, I think uh, in a way, a window kind of into just the world that the, that international politics operates in. And like, it's, it's just like the fact that, you know, this this billionaire who, you know, his money comes from rather unknown sources, uh, was essentially running a large honeypot operation and worked very closely with a fucking Israeli prime minister and a U.S. president. And, the, you know, a woman who was in charge of the Department of the State Department. It's a
1: uh, it's it's just Not to like, mention a member of the British royal family.
0: Exactly. And so, like, I mean, I sound like a fucking LaRoucheite here, but it's true, you know? And and it's like, you know, you, sometimes you get so wrapped up into this stuff that you don't kind of like, and, and you know, it's, for me at least, I'm like, well, fuck, like, you know, I, there's all these dead ends and, you know, there's information we can't know. And then I come back to some stuff like this, mm. like the Ehud Barak stuff mm. or Epstein telling everybody he was a bag man, you know, in, in sort of, and he rephrased that in various ways. Like, he, he told that to a lot of people, Um that like it, it's it's true. I guess yeah, of course like, it's just it's true.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was really satisfying reading this, even though I mean, I think for a lot of people it probably was maybe disappointing because they were looking for a lot of new information or they were looking for juicy new details or things yeah. to be revealed or whatever. But for me, like, it's almost less about what. Gillane says and more about the questions that the lawyers are asking because they're asking those questions because of notes that they have and witnesses that they have and information they have that backs up the questions that they're asking her. Do you know what I mean? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, th- that's 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 a really good point because you know they are asking these questions for a reason. And remind, like, let me remind people: is that this deposition from 2016 was just released? There is another, according to David Boyes, who has own fucking ties to to, to Israeli intelligence. Uh, you know, according to David Boyes, there is another more detailed Galain uh, deposition from July of that year, and there are two witness depositions coming out, and there's more evidence to come out. And you know, I don't think we're gonna find a smoking. You know, I don't, I, I, I don't think there's gonna be like photos or anything in here. Um, but, but all of this does just like this is this deposition was a good way to look a new way to look at old evidence, basically.
1: Mm. Yeah, and you know, learn you know learn a lot about, um, Ghislaine herself <laughs> and the the mind of the woman.
0: Exactly I mean this is an insight into the mind of one and and, and the possible future legal defense of one of the most important prisoners <laughs> political prisoners technically in uh in in the uh, uh, you know in prison in America uh
1: she should adopt the like political prisoner defense like she should get a whole like free Ghislaine, free Mumia movement going <laughs> well there was
0: a there was like an article in The Telegraph the other day that was like a uh, reporting on something called like get galane out of jail movement Mm. that there was like it started by a family friend but it's like it's one of those things where there's a source of one person and he's just like a seems like a publicity hound who might have known galane maxwell i don't think that the free galane movement is you know the nexium people dance outside of the prison that she's in
1: like wait why so nexium
0: obviously nexium we don't know who that is um there, you know, Keith Rainier was imprisoned, and he's mm. in the same. I'm almost positive he's in the same jail in Brooklyn.
1: Oh, oh, oh! I thought that you meant like for her. Let's,
0: oh no, no! But they, <laughs> uh, they. I'll, I'll, I'll put the link in the description. But they, they sort of rebranded and started
1: all these like front groups. Oh, rebranded is a bit too on the nose. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. It is. Um, but they, uh, they basically have. Um, they they're like a, a free like a prison abolition group now, and like they uh they I'm not kidding, and they they their whole thing is that they do dance parties outside of the uh, outside oh of the jail God. that they're in every night, and they they have an Instagram of them doing it.
1: There's you not that what? many that show up. I think that's a great type of prison culture.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Will you do the Clarence Darrow voice again?
0: Well, Clarence Darrow is like I think he's more like Mid Atlantic. Like, well, I can do I can do the Southern. Lo- All right, let me get in, let me get into Darrow. Let me get into Darrow. <laughs> these two boys,
3: these two <laughs> boys, were horny. They are horny and gay. They killed that child. Yes, they killed that child. But society had killed them. It had killed them. Spare these boys the electric chamber. Spare these boys the gas. <laughs> Spare these boys the needle, the hypodemic needle filled with your American poison. Spare these boys! I have argued in court about evolution before. And I tell you, these boys are not evolved. They're not devolved. They're your American boys. Look them in the eyes. Yes, they, they for some reason murdered that kid because I, they like read Marcus Aurelius or something. I don't really get what was going on there. They killed that child. But, but are they not themselves children that have been killed? Have they not been killed by their family? By them fucking and sucking each other? <laughs> by them by them blowing each other? By them fucking? By them felching? Have the has felching not failed them, sir? I ask you, I ask you, do these boy do these boy do another? Does this boy deserve to die? Does this boy deserve to die? Or does he? Deserve redemption and reserve to go into prison and probably become really good at chess. I think one of them was killed like 20 years later. I can't really remember what else happened to that. I can't even remember the two boys' name.
0: But I do remember that Clarence Darrow was their lawyer. Oh, my God. That was very good. Check this one out, baby. Brace closed.
1: Oh, my God. That was very cute. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Ooh, well, we're getting there. Would you say it was handsome? Would you say it was (laughs) handsome?
1: Well, on that note, I'm Liz. I'm Handsome Brace. And I'm Young Chomsky. This has been another episode of True Anon. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye-bye.